Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. Okay, so there you go. It's universal. It spans all generations. Rotisserie chickens have become a thing. They weren't when I was a kid, right? I mean, I don't know how long have they been doing this. I'm going to say, what, 15 years? You walk into literally any grocery store, although somebody sent me a text earlier and said, what about no frills? They might not. And I'm trying to remember, I don't go to no frills a lot, but maybe you're right. Maybe you're right. Maybe they don't have the pre-cooked, ready-to-go rotisserie chickens. But everybody else does. They are ridiculously popular. And I know, uh, as a parent, when we had two small kids, sometimes just grabbing one of those ready-to-go chickens is a lifesaver. It is. And there's a reason that they're there. But the interesting thing is right now, if you take a look at the price of chickens, you're getting a pretty good deal buying one of those. It's cheaper then a raw chicken you have to cook yourself. So what's going on? We're going to find out the science behind rotisserie chickens, why they're so pervasive, they're everywhere, and how they sell them for what they sell them for. We're going to chat with Casey Owens, who is a professor of poultry science. Casey, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having me. I've been enjoying listening to your little show right here. (laughs) Professor of poultry science? I didn't even know that was a thing. It is a thing. We do have a poultry science department here at the University of Arkansas, and there's five other in the United States. Um, and I just got off the phone with a colleague in actually Canada, Guelph, um, who does a lot of poultry science work. But my area is an area of meat quality, so kind of the food science, meat science end of things. Okay, well, then you're a good person to ask. Sarah's keeping a rotisserie mm-hmm. chicken in the fridge for a week. I thought three, four days was max on that. Yeah, a week is um, a long time, probably for leftovers. <laughs> Usually two to three days is a, a better time um, for leftovers because there are some things, you know, once you handle the product, um, there can be some um, con- cross-contamination of, of micro microorganisms, which sometimes just spoilage which, to be safe. Two to three days okay. um, for leftovers, kept at a good temperature. <laughs> that that makes sense to me. That sounds about right. Okay, listen, let's get into this because uh, y- y- there's nowhere you can't walk into a grocery store in North America and not see these rotisserie chickens. Lit- right. I've seen them in Mexico. I mean, they're literally everywhere, um, and they're cheap. Yep. I, how, how what what's going on? First of all, how are they so cheap? Why are they so cheap? Because it would cost you more to buy a raw chicken to cook yourself, right? Yes, in a sense, it would. It's in a sense it would. So if you come down to price per pound um, and what you're getting, you know, the rotisserie chicken, you may be paying a little bit more on a per pound basis. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, your time is worth something, right? And so as you said it yourself, you, you've got, you've had young kids and it's easy to pick up and go eat at home. And so um, if you had to go buy that raw chicken and cook it at home, when you're going to have to have a, nice oven that can fit it. I use an air fryer a lot, and so um, I haven't tried a rotisserie chicken in there before, but um, I like something quick and easy, and um, those the ready-to-cook carcasses that you can get, the whole chickens in the raw section that you can get these days are usually a little bit bigger. I, I went to the grocery store this morning, and they were between five and seven pounds, and so 
you're going to lose about 25% of that um, in cooking. Um, But they're starting off with a smaller bird, um, usually unless you get a family size um, chicken for rotisserie. And so um, it, it may be a little bit more money on a per pound basis, but you've got to factor in all the other things like time, the ingredients used, um, and so forth. Okay, yeah, that's fair. That makes sense. But there's more to it than that. I mean, I've always been told that Costco, which, I mean, let's face it, when it comes to the rotisserie chicken, I think they're far and away the best. They're the biggest by a long shot. I've always heard they sell those chickens yeah. at a loss just because they want they, they know you're going to come in to get those chickens, and you're probably going to pick up something else, right? Yes, so they're often referred to as a loss leader, and it's probably coming from the fact that it is usually a small bird that's produced, and those small birds, especially in the U.S. market, is only about 25% of our market um, overall, and so to produce that size bird is going into a specific market. Usually the whole birds are also some other fast food, Um, but the cost to grow um, that bird in terms of the amount of meat that you get off of it, in the end, kind of plays with the economics of that situation. So they probably are losing a little bit of money. Um, I'm not an economist by any means, but um, they often do call it a loss leader um, for that reason because you will come in, smell that product, and you're going to buy other things to go with it, or it's right by the registers or right by the front door for you to to smell and get your mouth watering and um, something easy to pick up. In terms of how they, I mean, they, they, I don't know what the word is. It's like the chickens come off an assembly line almost. They're the same size. They're cooked to the same. I mean, they've got this down to a science, right? I mean, this is this is just part of running a grocery store now. Yeah, so absolutely. So it's going to be very important for them to use um, uniform sizes of birds, uh, of, of chickens that they're going to cook in their store. And that's because they've got a process that's set up for Um, that cook time. If they have lots of different sizes, they're all going to cook at a different rate. And it's all very critical to have a safe food product in the end. And so they're going to make sure that they're meeting those necessary endpoint temperatures to um, inactivate any pathogenic microorganisms that might be there. And so if you have a lot of variability in bird size or carcass size that they're cooking, um, then you can have more problems achieving those internal temperatures for all of the products. So uniformity is going to be very important. And you're right, um, as in what you said, that it is very common in the in North America and in other places to have these rotisserie birds um, in the marketplace. And it's kind of one of the reasons that we have a whole bird market still, which is still a very small percentage of our overall market, but rotisserie is kind of holding up that um, percentage of the market as well. Yeah, no kidding. Interesting. Very interesting. Casey, thank you so much. And by the way, a lot, bunch of texts on the, uh, from the listeners. They love your accent. Absolutely love it. <laughs> I'm from Texas. I'm originally from Texas, so that might be coming out in me today. But um, I appreciate uh, joining y'all today. Thanks and very go much. go get some rotisserie chicken, because I love it, too. <laughs> oh, it's the best. It's the best. Casey, thanks so much. Absolutely. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.